I want to thank once again my friends Ruchi and Alan Sector and, and inviting us for the Shia to the house. And the should, should give them Nachas and Brach in each and every room. Admei Vesem Shaman. On page Lamed Zayin, in the Bilvavi, page Lamed Zayin, This part of the parak, this part of the sefer, is hard. It's very hard for people like ourselves who were not raised, who were not raised with his with his boyinus, his boyidus, and the mechaber, the author here mentions certain shiurim of time, certain amounts of time to devote to this avayda. That we'll have to hold ourselves, you know, back from not falling off our chairs. And the initial feeling that a person has is that this is very, very nice, but I think you might be getting carried away with it. And you know, we need to do other stuff in our lives besides talk to God or think about God. And and, and he himself modifies things here and there, realizing that it would be quite a shock for the newly initiated to to be challenged with the reality of a life that's completely elokus even though that's of course ultimately where things are heading so as we go through this section of the parak which is basically teaching us how to open ourselves up to a healthy and proper chesh hanefesh and a proper and healthy Way of his bodiness, his bodiness, and his bodiness meditation, and being alone with Hashem's Baruch and learning how to speak with Hashem. So we have to go work ourselves into this gradually. The entire Sefer is helping us along, but here he gives us a very strong dosage. So it's, everything is true and everything is the tachlis, but don't be frightened if if we're going to see things that we're not ready for yet. We still have to acknowledge the truth and to try, Mr. Hashem, gradually to build ourselves up to that place. What we're learning in the whole parak, we're talking about uh, putting aside time for his bride and listen to this. And what we had just learned a very interesting thing: how in the great Musa Yeshiva of Kelm in Europe, one of the takanas of the yeshiva in Kelm was called Asiri Kaidish. You remember, it's already been a couple of weeks. But Asiri Kaidish means that one of the these takanas to be part of the yeshiva, each and every one of the each and every one of the bachim and the young men had to live a life for every tenth day of that person's own calendar, how they arranged it, but every time they would be a bechina, a type of Yom Kippur. Not with the fasting, although certainly it was with, with less eating and drinking, but Asiri Kaidish, Asiri Kaidish means that the tenth, the tenth would be Kaidish Lashem, where there would be, it would be a day that was singled out for Avaydish Lashem, beyond the regular schedule of learning and davening, but a day that was devoted to looking over one's life and, and asking the big questions about life which we're going to talk about in a minute. This was part of the world of, of Kelm. That every ten days 
there was like a little bit of Yom Kippur. And, and without losing the intensity, and Yom Kippur was still Yom Kippur when it would come time for Yom Kippur. Now on page Lamed Zayin, we're, we're in the paragraph beginning with the word Lakal Echad Mi'itanam. Lakal Echad Mi'itanam on page Lamed Zayin. So can we actually implement such a thing? Can we live in such a way? Can we close off the world? Forget about one, one, one day. It's hard, enough, it's hard enough for us to think of to close ourselves off from the world for a day. How do you close yourself off for an hour? So, on page Lamed Zayin, the Kol Echad Mi'itanu. It's a little past halfway down the page. The Kol Echad Mi'itanu Yeshlam Shibudam Isiyamim. Every single person has Shibudam. means that we have responsibilities. We're, we're part of this world. And even the main audience who he's addressing, which is the, which are the fellows in Yeshiva, and the Avrechim, the single fellows, the married boys, there are shibudim, even in holiness. In who avrech yeshlo chavusus kavus besay the aleph, say the base, say the gimel. A person has chavusus in the yeshiva. That each part of the day, each part of the day has a particular chavusa and their responsibilities. You can't take off from your chavusa in yeshiva that you, you know say that you're thinking about God or talking to God. The chavus will tell you. I'll do that some other time. We have a chavus. We have a seder. And if you're a person that, if you're a person that you're not in yeshiva but you're working, you have to come to work on time. Then you have to spend the entire day at work, and that's usually something which takes up a tremendous amount of a person's kaiches, whether or not. Somebody's in yeshiva, or somebody's working. Again, he's he's talking to the to the people in his shia. These were men. It's a tremendous, tremendous strain for a person to go through an entire schedule, an entire day, whether it's in yeshiva or it's at work. In king, There are mechayim. I mean, there are things that we must do. There are responsibilities. Yet we still have to always worry. And we have to be concerned. That no matter how many mechaivim we have, and the female version of this is equally or more strained. No matter how many mechaivim we have, in other words, responsibilities and obligations we have in life, we can't allow any of those mechaivim to cause us to chashashon forget what our main chiyav is in this world, the reason that we were put here, and our main our main chiyav. As an akuda the the basic point of all of life, and why God created us. He said. The truth is that an hour a week is not really enough to stop the flow of, of life and all of the confusion that those responsibilities generate in our lives. One hour a week is not really enough. But it's a, it's a beginning. It's a beginning. 
But he says, Novin Eifai, the last paragraph on Lamed Zayin, as Oymek Dvarb Shalach Haredim. But Haredim said, the the Haredim said in the name of the Ariya Kodesh that uh, it was found, as we did last time in the, in the writings of the earlier Tzadikim, that since we no longer have the strength to to fast excessively. Originally, for every single Avera, there are there are specific lists of how long, how many days to fast. And this already for a long time is beyond the kaiches of of people in our times, even from the time of the Ariza. So the Haredim said in the name of the Ariya Kaddish that each and every week a person should try to have one day not every ten days but every week to have one day where it's a special day to focus on his relationship to Kaddish Baruch so what he explains here on the bottom is the depth of what the Haredim the author of the Sefer Haredim is saying what the Haredim is saying is that it's not the main point is not to take a day off of the week to think about one's actions and what, all that one has done in his life. By the Shigam Zechoshim, of course, it's important to make a Cheshman and Efesh. The next page, Lamech Ches. There's something much deeper in what the Haredim is telling us. Adam, page Lamech Ches. Adam, Nichnas, the nature of a person is that he must enter into this Marut the race of life. I mean, they call it America, like a, a rat race, or whatever. Which many of you have heard from many times, I said that even if you win, you're still a rat, right? <laughs> said many times. That a person, a person, if a person wants to have a family, if a person wants to be Maslir, you have to enter into the Marut Sachaim, to this race of life. And, and we know that being part of life and being able to take care of oneself, one's family, this causes tremendous damage to a person's Because even the hour or two that you might allot that you might put aside for Cheshman and Nefesh, Nivloim B'Shetaf Haseda Shavui, they just get swallowed up and become another part, you know, another thing on your schedule. So, Eina Hargoshim Aspekashi Yitziyam Hanachayim, Aknis Lailam Shalchua Vitikana Maisim. What he's saying is that we received from the earlier Sadiqim that every single Jew has to find some time during the course of a week to leave this world. To to take to take leave of this world, not what people think a vacation, which means intensifying one's connection to the world just in a more relaxing way. It doesn't mean a vacation. A vacation is not. To take leave of the world and to be able to clear one's mind, and to, to clear one's mind of all of the connections and all of the attachments completely, and to be focused entirely on machevasa balama and your tachlis in this world. And why were we created? What we're doing here? Which he's going to talk about. Rakim Adam Oitzer is Atzma. 
Only if a person is able to stop himself. Because we're, we're in this unbelievable current. We're in this current of life. And even when a person has nothing to do, they walk around like it's a tumult. They don't have the menuchas nefesh and the presence of mind. So even when they stop, things are still moving inside their head. He says every single person has the obligation to be able to stop that flow of life at least once a week. I told you the numbers are going to be very high. For six, seven, eight, even ten or twelve hours to be able to to be able to stop that that flow of life. Of course, for mothers to do that would mean that the children would not be taken care of. And and um, the achrayis that a person has for things of this world might not permit, as we said, that kind of a chunk of time. But everybody, everybody has a little bit of time. Everybody has. Retzav kezeh shalzman tshuva l'shavuah moilid bo atzira l'chalamarut shalashavuah if a person can put aside a significant amount of time, a few hours, to stop life, cut off everything, no phones, no messages, no beepers, not got to do with endangering, and I'm not talking Hashanah, it's a danger to, this, to anybody, or if there's an older parent or something, or children, obviously, but to be able to be, to be able to have that kind of quiet, and we'll see how to fill that time, we're going to talk about it. Where only if it's only if it's a significant piece of time can it actually can it actually cause a stop to the entire confusion of the week. And he says, Dov is a baduk umanusa. This has been tested and tried. Call me shachaikach, because it sounds crazy to us. But call me shachaikach, whoever lives this way, nepach mamish lebiyachadosh. Whoever lives this way, where there's a piece of time, more than a few minutes, but an hour, two hours, and not, you know, ten minutes a day or something like that, but a piece of time, one day of the week, which is Kaidish Mamish, that person's life becomes an entirely different life. His entire life is different. He becomes a new human being. He becomes a Bir Chadosh. And then when he enters back into the Marutzachayim, when he goes back into the to the race, he 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 lives completely different than that. In that it's a different person, and his way of his way of existing in that race, it, he'll be successful. He'll do what he has to do, and take care of all of the achrayis and the responsibilities, but with a whole different way, in a completely different way. Misha and a person who can't find the time during the day to do this. Although, if you think about life. Most of us, if we really, really want something, have the time, have the time to do it. Most of the other time to do it. And we're always saying that we can't, we can't, we can't. But when you really want to do something, when you really want to do something very badly, like there's a really big sale and it's really, really, you really heard very good things about it. So somehow you've managed to get there, even if it's like in New Jersey. You know. <laughs> Certainly if it's in Borough Park or somewhere, you managed to find your way there. 
I listen, I mean, you know, three, four hours. Person, you know how you could see this one? You have a young chasna kal, they really, are, they really are, are enthralled with each other, you know? You see how much time they have to spend with each other that you need, you need to have, like, you need to have a referee to keep them apart. Yeah? <laughs> and, uh, and a week before they were in love, they didn't have time for anything. It's a pella. They didn't have time for anything. You say, could you, maybe you could help your grandmother a little bit for Yontif? Come on, Ma, you know, I, I, uh, I have finals, I have stuff, you know. I love grandma, I'll see what I can do, you know. Uh, I'll try to stop by before Yontif a little bit. And then, you, and then, and then you find your, 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 uh, your, your tzaddik, you know, your chasen. It's amazing. And they told them that till four in the morning, back, and this, and different things, them all kinds of things, and, and then everybody's asking, how are you able to manage to keep up your work? And so, don't worry, I can, I can, trust me, I can. But it's not, but you're tired, it's, it's, it's hard for you, you have to get up early, I can. I have time for that, because it's important to you. And so when something is important to you, you find time. It's a, it's a you do it's time. Certainly that a person should have for this, which is the whole tachlis of being in this world. To make time. So if you can't do it during the day, because okay, say you have a schedule, you have work, or there are children around, and so on, or whatever it is, even school classes during the day. It's a very good Thursday night. Thursday night. Is a, is a special, special good time. Later Thursday night. When a person knows that they have Shabbos coming up and they have a little bit more Yishev Adash, a little bit more and Nefesh, Thursday night after whatever hachanas they make, obviously the person's running a house, Thursday night it might be harder, but even there, people make it for themselves a lot of times more than it is. Then they have time later on a Thursday night because they know that you're going to be able to rest a little bit on Shabbos. There should be a time, there should be a time phase of Einanus. Okay, he says, you can start at nine at night and keep on going until dawn. Again, these are very, very big pieces of time. And we wouldn't even know what to do. What are you supposed to do? It's like it's nine o'clock and you do this for around three minutes, you'll see, he'll talk in 15 minutes and you say, like, now what? Okay, but, but it's not it's not right that we're going to be learning about it. But but don't think about that time right now from so many hours. Just something, a chunk of time. Let's see. Umayasa Bayasam is money is What are you supposed to do during those time, that time? What do you do? Vada eina kavanish bismanam elu yaval swamha iskimiyaniachu. So you might think that you're supposed to spend the night you know, of his abundance, like they have in schools, you know, Lel Iyun, whatever, Yom Iyun. So that, that you're supposed to spend that piece of time learning inside a Sefer about Tshuva. Learning inside a Sefer. Now, that's not, that's not what this is about. Kenyasekach, <coughs> if you do that, that's a nice thing, do it any other time. But if you do it during that time, Kenyasekach, have a Shuv, you missed the point. You missed the point. It's not another learning session. You missed the point. That's not what his bindingness is. Another time for learning. You make time for that, but that's not what it is. What, what does it mean to take 
that time for learning, which you know that I've those of you that have gone to different shiurim, I, I often uh, make fun with affection, but fun about all of these these iyun things, these leliyuns and yomiyuns, you know, yeah, and hashkafah. I make a lot of fun of it. I don't mean I mean it in a in an affectionate way. But this is exactly what you're saying. What does it mean? It means Instead of actually being Isaac in introspection and change and tshuva, Instead, you're Isaac in learning about tshuva. It's a lel iyun. The Thursday night, and then, and then eventually you'll have some of your friends over, and there'll be some watermelon and cantaloupe, and then you're going to get some guest lecture, and then there'll be a tape recorder, and there, and there you go. And it's a beautiful other shia, but it's not, it's not his bainanus. It's not what he's talking about. It's not what that's not what the tzaddikim are talking about. Learning about tshuva, it's doing tshuva, doing tshuva be'emes, ma'umka deliba from the depths of a person's heart, and to be alone with Hashem's baruch, not with a sefer. But you're learning about, or hearing another drasha, another shia. Those are all good things. And the yomi and the it's all good things. But that's not his bonus. Chayivim kain she'adam yaktish kamer shalos l'machshavu ufishu shamaisim. What we're talking about here is that there are a few hours that a person thinks about his life and why he's here, and looks over. His life and thinks about, thinks about his past, and and thinks about his future. And what is my tachlis in this world? Lav davke alamaisim bepoel prat leprat. Doesn't you have to go through all the details? It's not that type of a cheshbon nefesh to start going through every single prat, every single detail. Ela al kol yisaid achaim haposhet. It's more the general picture of of why am I here? What's the tachlis of my life? And my Am I am I attuned to that tachlis of machavos of Am I doing? Am I living my life? That's the reason I was put here. Lahaschal kol shavu mechadosh me anukuda abshuta biyasha to begin each week again, whatever that time is. If it's a Thursday night, whatever it is, is a, a Monday morning, whatever it is, but every single week. Not to continue where I left off, but every single week when I have that piece of time, I begin again from the most basic points, from Aleph. And the Aleph that a person should begin with each and every time. And it sounds to us, it sounds like something so simple and simplistic, and God forbid it even sounds silly, but it's not. And anybody that's ever tried this knows that it changes your whole life. And there's the only way to do it. To be simple, like a little boy, like a little girl, and to start again, and to say over even a hundred times, Yesh There's a creator of the world. I'm a niver. He created me. And to speak in the simplest, simplest ways, and to say the simplest things. Not tillim, not look what it feels, not somebody else's davening. That's there's a time for that. That's very harsh. But not someone else's words, not someone else's thoughts, not someone else's davening. Everybody knows that. This is what we were talking about all last year, right? Everybody knows that. But a baltshuva means like a newborn baby. That's what we need to be. Newborn babies. 
to start again. Just like we see with a child, when he gets old enough, they begin to learn with him an aleph. Every every day really is a completely new life. You know that. Every day of our lives is a different world. Every week. It's certainly it's a different week and and therefore it's as if each day, each week that we, we came into the world the Ramamish came into the world and a person has to begin from Aleph from the simplest, simplest Yisaitis there's a creator of the world there's a creator to whom I must Listen, I have to pay attention, I have to I have to obey this creator. Mahumavakishamani, what does he ask of me? What does he what does he want of me? My I had a conversation like this um, a couple of days before Yontiv there there's a there's a uh, there's a parent, it's not from around here, from some someplace else, there's a parent who absolutely was an orthodox person was absolutely refusing to allow the kid to allow the son to go to yeshiva next year and so the father was okay with it but the mother was the mother's the one who was in charge over there and she was and wouldn't allow the son to go and the boy came to talk to him why, why what's the reason so the mother doesn't want he'll get from to from you know I've heard this a thousand times I get too firm and he's going to fall behind. He won't be. Able, he won't do well uh, in college or something. He won't be mitzliach. So, so uh, I, I, I asked. I had to work through somebody else to remember to speak to to speak to the the mother. The father was okay. I spoke in the front of the father. He basically told me I'm okay with it, but uh, my wife is very very against it. So, uh, I so. At least she agreed to talk, and I met with her, and 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 I I asked her, I asked her these questions that we have to ask ourselves. I just asked her. I mean, she looked at me like I was from another planet. I asked her, you know, why do you think we were created? What's the purpose of of our existence? She said, I don't see what that has to do with our discussion. I came here to talk to you about my son's future. And I agreed. I didn't really want to come here, but I felt it would be disrespectful if I didn't come. And could we please get to the point? I said, this is the point. I'm talking about the point. The point of why we exist. And why do you think God gave you a child? And she was very upset. She's, you know... But after, you know, after a few minutes, a little bit, a little bit she softened. And then she started, right away, got, then after she got defensive and put up that whole thing, whatever. It was... I don't know if it's going to go anywhere, Mr. Shem, maybe, I don't know. But anyway, just, and, and this is a personal, keep Shabbos. Keep Shabbos with many, you know, revisions. But, epis, epis, something. I mean, she likes candles, she, she says she believes in God, whatever. I asked her, do you believe in God? She says, why are you asking me that? I said, well, it's a very important question. I'm asking if you believe in God. She says, that's ridiculous, I'm Orthodox. I said, I didn't ask you. If you're Orthodox, I ask you if you believe in God. Do you believe in God? She says, of course I believe in God. So, do you ever ask yourself, what does God, ex- what does God want of you? 
she was very defensive. She got very angry about it. And I said, I'm not trying to, I'm not playing a game. I'm, try, I'm, I'm talking to you seriously. But, but we have to ask ourselves. I'm also a parent, and we have to ask ourselves. All of us were Jews to ask ourselves, what's the tachlis? I'm, I'm sure you give a lot of tzedakah, and you're nice, you love your children, and you're a good person, and everything. But to ask ourselves, So here he says, he says, Yesh Baradam Chayim Lushnol Amahu Mavakishman. To ask yourself, what does he want of you, this God, this Creator? My Ikar Habakosha Shalai. What's the main general thing that he wants of me? What's the general, what's the, what's the general plan? And Mahim Pratera. And then what are the details and how am I supposed to implement them? Haim ani achas biker. Am I really, really connected to the iker? Aul irak bepratim. Maybe I'm only connected to the pratim. In other words, maybe I have, maybe I have the you know the latest you know kosher blech, whatever, and I have you know milkies and fleshies gloves, you know for taking a pats. You know what I mean? And I have like all that stuff, and I and maybe I even. I even like to go to a Shia, but maybe, maybe I'm I'm just connected to the Pratim, to the I'm connected to the trees, but not to the forest. I don't have a shaykhist to the bigger picture, to the ik. Maybe I don't have any shaykhist to that. And that could be even a person that's very careful with Shabbos, not a, a watered-down Shabbos, but a, but a very careful with every single detail. But a person has to ask himself, Ha'im ani achuz Am I achuz? Hold it. Am I achuz Am I connected to the ikka, to the to the to the bigger picture? Or maybe only to the Pratma. Maybe I'm just I'm just connected to these Pratam and I'm just going about doing them. And Kahi is during that during that time that you put aside, think about this thing slowly, slowly and go over it. Not in a perfunctory way, formal way, but in your own words and slowly lot lot. The Messinus Nafshis with tremendous patience and deliberation. Yeah, give. Okay. My question is does the Sadiq think that when you, you uh, think that we are this uh, very deep force, you, um, you just sit on a chair and you, th- and you think, or you continue activities and you think? Well, it's much, much better if you're able to be in a place that's very, that's very quiet. Even though I know that women can multiple task. They're very good at that, like um, doing a couple things at the same time. Men are not so good at that. The truth is that it's really much, much preferable that a person should give it undivided attention and not be doing other things. Not to do other things, just to sit down in a quiet place. What? Not housework. Nothing. No, nothing to to try. If anything, to go if you can go for a walk, it's so nice now. If a person can go for a walk. Or to go someplace, especially in the summer, to go a little to a quiet place, and to just not where there's even the possibility of being disturbed or being interrupted, but certainly not to be doing other things, nothing else, nothing, not to have any phones or anything, any connection to anything else, just to be alone, completely alone, with with, with your thoughts and your and your words. That's it, nothing else. And not with the feeling, like, let me see how long I could do this. That's never good. <laughs> Always to say, I am going, oh, I'm going for a half hour. 
I'm, I'm disappearing from the world for an hour. Totally disappear. I'm disappearing for an hour. Nothing, nobody is going to be able to reach me or get to me for an hour. Again, I'm only talking about when there's proper care taken to make sure that everybody's okay. I'm not talking about doing something reckless. But everybody's okay. To be completely by oneself, not expecting to hear from anybody, not having to talk to anybody, not being potentially interrupted. Because if you could be interrupted at every moment, then it's worthless. And at any moment, some some child could be mommy or this or that or... Or, or, or some phone call or something Then it's worthless You have to disappear A person can do that And not to worry what other people think As long as everybody's safe Not to worry what other people think And of course I'm not talking about the of your, of your work or something like that you know? Can't go it's, it's a responsible thing And it's on your own time Nobody can find you Nobody knows where you are Nobody has a way of contacting you There's nothing dangerous in it Because dangerous is when we don't have that we live in constant danger because we don't live that way. And it used to be the people, you know, like I was saying, the, one of my kids was fretting that uh, we, we, went to, we, had, we had to, we went to a simcha somewhere and, uh, and nobody had a cell phone in the car. So I said, it was a very short time ago. There was, there was no such thing as a cell phone. There was no such thing. And if it happened, so you, you know, you pulled over at some place and you found a payphone. You remember, you know, you could... <laughs> Used to be diamonds, you remember that time? We had a diamond and it became a quarter. And it worked, you know. You had to make a call. There was a time like that, not to not to be afraid. To be everybody's so afraid of being by themselves, of being out of touch with people. This gives an empty says it's a very it's a very interesting thing. I'm not talking God forbid about someone who's sick or not well. Very strange about being this fear of being out of touch, of not being connected. So, you know, being out of touch or being being isolated somehow, not going. See, people they walk around holding their phones all the time, holding their cell phones, even when they're not on them, they hold them. It's a strange thing. Just to think about it, it's a strange thing. It's a very strange thing. The whole Indian, that whole Indian, a person now feels like a. a how could I actually put that, you know, be away from my phone? Well, we lived like that all the years. I don't remember how long cell phones are around. 15 years? I don't know when the whole thing started. 20 years? I don't know. I don't even think it's that long. Because I remember, I remember that I was, I was in a spell. I was going to Lena to Levi with somebody. And he took out from his briefcase a big uh, cell phone. And I, I thought it was like from a science fiction movie. He said, what are you doing? There are no wires. So he said, it's a new thing. It's a new thing. Whatever. It's not that long. It's maybe 13, I don't know, 14 years, something like that. So, when, it's, when it was starting, so what was, what was, every time, I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit sure with this, but like whenever I look at a picture of the old days, or like a painting, I have such a feeling of kin for that world, of a person being able to live with his thoughts and not having to leave messages and get messages and call and be called and just to be able to be to be able to be uh, uh, to be able to be a human being not to have constantly not to be constantly with a cheshman of people getting through to me and me getting through to people but maybe just being a person and to be able to live with myself my own thoughts and not have people carry around they're so nervous they carry all the time with themselves and nervous and, and 
having to call and get called and leaving classes and leaving shir and running here, running out and picking it up. I mean, that was sweet. He didn't have years ago. I mean, of course, it's a convenience, and, and if someone is not well, it's a big. You could save many lives. I mean, but Stam, I'm talking about a regular life, a regular day of life. This whole thing is such. It's such a, a, a diversion. A person has to be completely, completely alone. And, and, and you'll see that how good it feels. How good that feels. Depending on, of course, it's an avoider to be able to be comfortable with yourself. People are becoming very uncomfortable with themselves. So if they, if, even if they don't have the cell phone, they, they don't like, why is there should be some music or something, or have to listen to some music, or, or you know, whatever, to have something doing, not to be able to have quiet. He says, When you look at this from the outside, it seems to be it seems to be hard. What are you saying that every week I should put aside hours, or even let's say not that that program, let's say the beginners level, I should put aside like a half hour, an hour to have the same machshavas to start again from Aleph every week. I already thought about this thing. One week, two weeks, three weeks. So what else is there to do? And he cried a day and said, I already know that. I already know that, I, that there's a creator. I already know there's a creator. I know I know what it means, Aleph. I understand. I, I understand. You would never stay in a class like that. It was, you would come every week. We had a professor like that in college because... He was not. He was already. He was already, He lost his uh, mind a little bit, uh, more than a little bit. I don't know how he was, but they kept him on there. So he was a Jewish history teacher, and he ended. Uh, and then when he he ended every week, whatever was talking about, I don't know what it's doing. And then the following class, he would always say, "Where did I leave off?" And we realized you could tell him the same exact place. So for like three months, he just repeated the exact same class with the same jokes and the same everything. He was teaching for like 65 years. So it was the same class every single week. But then we just couldn't take it anymore. And he kept on saying we were a bunch of idiots because the other class is so much ahead of ours. He couldn't figure out like why we're not ready for the test. I'm like, what's going on with us? We're so slow. <laughs> every time he starts, says, where did we live off last week? And we thought this way he left off. He says, okay. And we could just, you know, there are teachers that they're doing that, you know, for a long time. They're just saying the same thing. You go to a class like that, Chachmanis, and you, and, and you hear things that are being repeated over and over. You can't take it. This is not a class. This is not Haskalas. This is not to learn something new. It's not to learn something new. And look what he says. He says, this is a big mistake we're making. Ella Shekan said this, making a very big mistake. And the reason that all of us have that little thought when we're reading this about what am I supposed to do to follow? I can do it once, I don't know what I'm supposed to do like another time and how we're, mi- we're missing the whole picture. Why? He says, Ella Khan, he says there's a, a basic mistake. Khan Nuutsa Tausi said this. You do him divrei hasabimikelm. The altar from Kelm said, Shaliba Shaladam Basikhla, that the heart of a person and his mind the Alta from Kelm said that the distance between a person's mind and a person's heart 
is greater than the distance between heaven and earth. The distance between a person's mind and heart is greater than the distance from heaven to earth. And he wasn't exaggerating. It's greater than that distance. And our seichel, we know many yidiyas. There isn't a person here who's not the best Jew in the seichel. Not the best mother, the best wife, the best friend, the best daughter, the best sister in the seichel. And to know like what that looks like. And you might have met that, that woman in life somewhere and said, that's, that's, the, that's the ideal. That's what I want to be like. Yeah, the seichel. In the seichel, each and every one of us knows. The seichel yedim is anuhar be yediyas. Chol echel afi madrigose. Each person according to his madrigi. Ala halev, at the heart. The heart mitivar lev evanhu. The heart by nature is stone. That's what Golis is. It's the very beginning. We talk about this a lot. The heart is stone. It's very hard. Our job in life is somehow to change the stony heart into a flesh again, into a into a fleshy heart, into a heart that's soft, into a heart that's able to absorb and to receive and to change our lives, not just to know things, another idea, another piece of information, more information. Even while we're reading this, we're enjoying maybe the information, but it's not coming into the heart. Of how to change us, which is all that he wants to do. It's not just the bichlal in giving us more information that this should be a course on Dovavi. Guaranteed, it's going to reach the eventually within the next six months or a year. There's going to be a course in Dovavi in the philosophy, or somebody's going to write a doctorate, a doctoral thesis on the, or a dissertation on the philosophy of the anonymous author of the books Dovavi Mishkanev. You want to bet? There's going to be a book like that, or a dissertation. For sure, for sure, lifeless, cold, and empty, icy things are going to be coming out about the Bilvavi Mishkanevna. Just like they come out of it, they came out about the Pisetsnas writing. Every year there are new, there are new doctoral dissertations about the Pisetsnas, which I understand. If I had to go for a doctor, I would want to do it on that too. But why, I mean, why should I waste my time talking about about uh, you know some Narish kind? If I could, if I could be icy and penis satire, which I'm hoping is the, at least uh, you know the person's motivation. But there'll be there'll be lectures and there'll be dissertations written about the Bilvavi. But that's 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 uh, the tachlis is the tachlis is not more information. The tachlis is All of davening is for this. We daven the same thing every day. So people are new to to davening. It makes them crazy. I can understand if you give me something to daven once a year, once a, once a month, I could try. But every day, again, Asher Yeshev Yisach Yistamach Shma Yisach. How many times can you say the same words? The answer is until it works. <laughs> working means Vashevaisa El Vavacha, Vashevaisa El Vavacha, Hashavas Alev. Till the heart is in stone, till it goes into the heart. So you see, we say the words so many times, and it doesn't doesn't help when a person is just saying the words. So he says, How do you talk a change a heart of stone into a heart of flesh? So the whole Indian of Mashiach is that change. 
says the Navi said, I will take away the heart of stones. And I will give you a heart of flesh. The whole difference between now and Mashiach is between a heart of stone and a heart of flesh. It doesn't say that we're smarter. It doesn't mean to be smarter. Is that the heart of stone will be changed into a heart of flesh. It doesn't say that it says So how does one do that? How do you change a heart of stone into a heart of flesh? So we have Hashem. We have from the Tanoim, we have Tyrus about this. And then from later on, the Amaroim, and the Tzadikim throughout all the generations explained to us and gave us techniques of how to, ch- how to change the heart of stone into a heart of flesh. But he brings the Gemara that every one of us knows, and we're familiar with from the time that we were little children, and that's why he doesn't bring the whole thing down. Come with Marshal Yakiva in Tipais Hamayim Shechadu Lataycha Evan. Everybody knows about that day when Rabbi Akiva, before he was Rabbi Akiva. But it had already dawned upon him that there's, some, that there's a greater truth. There's a greater truth than, than, than just walking around being a shepherd. There's a greater truth. And, and one day you know that he was walking there and he saw the hole that was through the stone. And he saw the drops of water on the rock. Everybody knows. And he thought about this. He thought about it. You see, you have to stop and look and you have to think about it. And he thought about it. Why is it? And how could that be? That the drops of water are so soft <coughs> and the rock is so hard. But if something is repeated over and over and over and over, it makes a hole through the rock. You have that by, by every river. The river is water and water is soft. And wherever there's a river, there are going to be rocks and even mountains that are in the way of the river but the river perseveres it makes it and it goes <coughs> and it carves out from the from the toughest mountains and the toughest rocks it carves out a path why is that and how is that it's called repetition hasmada consistency persistence repetition Again, again, Nachamal, Davka, the simplest thing. The water, the drop of water when it comes to the rock doesn't come each time disguised as something else. Like first it comes as a drop of water, and then the next time the water comes like with a mask making believe to be like a lion or something. And say, move over, I'm a lion. The water comes every time as a drop of water. It doesn't try anything different or anything new. It is what it is, it's pushed. It's pushed. It doesn't make itself into anything else. It doesn't come up with some new idea of what I am. Or something exciting and something different to it to refashion myself. It's just a drop of water. And Rabbi Kiva saw that. And he realized, You don't have to come up with all kinds of chidushim, like new, new exciting ideas. You don't have to disguise anything. You don't have to dress anything up. To be a Jew. You don't have to have all kinds of deep, deep thoughts by Yonis Amukim to change the heart of stone. Umahalchim, this government, some great exalted pathways of life. 
Ela mata pshitas, chava pshitas. Pshitas, chava pshitas. Davka, water. Pshitas, chava pshitas. That would never work with Diet Coke. It wouldn't work because there's not enough Diet Coke. Diet Coke would never be able to continue. After a couple of bottles of Diet Coke, it's a forget him. It's not shaykh to get It's not even shaykh. Only water does such a thing. Water does it because it's pshitas, chava pshitas. Doesn't make itself into anything else. Diet Coke already holds from itself. It's like a Orange juice or something, it's very no good. Water. And I'm not talking about Poland Springs or the other brands. That they, it's also came with the cell phone that you have to pay money to have a drink of water. All of, I'm talking pshitish vipshitish. The water, the way that it is, which I don't believe that that's what those waters come from. I think it's something from some hose in the basement somewhere. But maybe sometimes they go once a few years and they take from some river. But when you go to a river, push it just to a river. Just to a river. Pshitish vipshitish. Pshitish vipshitish. The simplest drops of water. You don't need to have deep thoughts to be a big thinker of Yiddishkeit. And to, and to learn all kinds of svarim and sharp and deep things. Pshitish vipshitish are the key to learn a drop of water. But a drop of water that doesn't give up. A drop of water that repeats itself over and over and over. Imatipa hapshuta. A simple drop. Habchir hapshuta. That simple choice to make in life. Yesh rebanishlamo. Those words. There's a creator, there's a master of the universe. There's a creator of the world. There's a creator of the world. There's a master of the world. Even, you know, over the years, we got so used to saying Hashem, Hashem. That's why some of you might have noticed over the years, if you come to Shri I try, I say, it already became a second age, but to say many times, Master of the World, the Creator of the World, because Hashem became like, you know, doesn't mean anything. We have to stop and say, Master of the World, the bunch of them. I remember my, my, my Rebbe used to, when he... He used to say, Zisa Tairatat in him. He said, Sweet, precious Father in heaven. Zisa Tairatat in him. To say Lashemus like this, that there's a Rabbanishlam, there's a master of the universe. And what? Who, what is, for whom a vakesh from many, Bechal Regavarega, and he's asking me every moment of my life, Sheskar Velav Oid Oid, that I should draw closer and closer to him. This is not another conversation with the brain. It's not a lecture. My doctoral dissertation on Rabbi Kiva's encounter with the rock. It's not, it's not it. It's not it. The heart. Drops of water was again drops of water. It wasn't something new. It wasn't a different thing that was coming to the rock. It was the drops of water. Last week, this week. On and on and on. Over and over. Tipais pshutais. Simple tipais. The kudas pshutas, davka, simple akudas. Not complicated, not fancy, not tires and chazals and the tipas pshutas, the kudas pshutas. Ad 
This is the only thing that can penetrate through the heart of stone. It can break through the surface of the, of the heart of stone. The case of Yishanam Asmus Advarim. Ketsua Shalomad of Yisol Misalant. We know from Yisol Salante. Yidua Shabameshach Laila Shalom Uchazal Maimah Chazal Echa. We were told that that students took note that Yisol Salante was saying over one Maimah Chazal the entire night. They heard him going back and forth saying over the Maimah Chazal. Remember. This was a genius of geniuses who had a lot of good things to do with his time. And, and and would have been learning all kinds of things. And they heard him the entire night saying over one chazal. Saying it over. And that's how he said that what Shalun was. What was the chazal? The chazal that he happened to say that night that they heard is not so... is not the, the ikr of what we're learning. But what was that chazal? It was Gemara Tanis. In Hebrew, if you if you learn Torah into the night, you try to learn as much Torah as you can through the night. Then you'll add more years to your life. The more you learn at night, the more life you'll add. The If you don't add nights, if you only learn during the day, and you don't use your nights properly. Then you will die before your time. Then you will die younger than you could have, you could have lived. You'll, you'll live a shorter life. If you learn during the night, if you stretch your days into, of learning into the night, then your years will be stretched and your life will be expanded. That's the, that's the Gemara time. It's not point for now what that Gemara means. It's scary Gemara. It's not scary Gemara. That's not the point. The point is that a person of Rabbi Sel's greatness and brilliance was saying over the Maimah Chazal all night. All night means, I guess, after Maimah till the morning. That's all night. So even if you want to say that it, it wasn't in the winter, right? So it wasn't 5 o'clock. Let's say it was 9.15. It was the summer, right? Still, it's quite a stretch. And it wasn't that he was trying to understand that Gemara. He understood the Gemara, he understood the whole Gemara in a split second. That wasn't to understand it. Rabbi Sol paid men. Rabbi Sol had a going island. Rabbi Sol was a genius of geniuses. How long did Rabbi Sol? But all of us were standing there and said, Rabbi, you want me? I'll help you. I'll explain it to you. You don't understand what the Gemara means? It's not a night to understand a simple one of the Gemara. He didn't come out after the night and write a dissertation on, on the Gemara and Tainus. And what that means? He didn't come out with new explanations of it. If you don't add, then you will get, you'll be gathered in earlier, then your life will be shortened. Repeating, again and again and again. This is the Nakuda. The Nakuda is to take something which is very pleasant to you. It could be a Chazal. It could be a Pasuk that strikes you. For whatever reason, Hashem that day brought you to that Pasuk. Or it could be from a song. But not just because you liked it. Not just because you liked the tune. Or it's, it's a nice niggin. And that's why you're singing it. But many of the Pesukim that we know, many of the Pesukim that we know by heart is because of Nagunim. But if we would take, if we would take that Pasuk and spend an, spend an hour on that Pasuk, 
over and over and over again. If he would take a, a, a sentence from davening, just to think, if you don't know if some girls do, some girls don't. Don't take, don't take your love away from me ever, ever, ever. A person takes, I told you once, I told you once last year, that there was a Yid who was living by the communists, a Chabad, a Lubavitcher Chassid who was living by the communists all the years. He was a, he was still by the Rebbe Rashad from Lubavitch, you know, the beginning of the 20th century. And he was there suffering, they threw him in jail, and he was poverty, terrible. Until finally, finally, after it fell, so he was able to get out and he came to New York and the first place he went to was the, the Lubavitch Rebbe. And the Lubavitch Rebbe was, was very, very excited to see him. He had this alter Lubavitch Rebbe with the same tzur, you know, with the cap, these, these, the cap and the boots, an old tzur of a Russian Jew, you know, of a Lubavitch Rebbe. And Lubavitch Rebbe asked him, how did you, how did you survive? Siberia and the jails and you know, his wife was killed and the children were taken and I the Rebbe asked him how did you survive so he said I held on to one vart that I heard from the Rebbe Rashad one vart for 70 years 70 years he held on to a vart and others he chased over his vart 70 years through Siberia he chased over through Deaths to starvation through labor camps. That word from the Rashad. That while while you're looking on the latest, you know, computer program for the newest parshas hashavua things coming in, you can't hold cut for more than thirty seconds to go on to the next word. To go on to the next word. Well, like you know, somebody will say to me, "I really enjoyed the drushes Shabbos." I say, "Yeah." What did I say? You know. I, you ever ask anybody that? Like, you know, so what, what, what do you mean? I don't know. I remember that I enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't know. It's to hold cup. It's okay, I tell them. I don't remember either what I said. <laughs> to hold cup. It's gehalten, gehalten. Die Ebechaz, Ebechaz, Nachano, Nachano, Nachano. Vashir Vesel, Vavach. Our Zedis and Barbies knew so much less than we know. Oh, but they knew? They took it into the hearts and they made it soft. We know we have so much information. There was never as informed Jews like us. So much information. But it just like goes past us. It's not it's not taken in. It's not chazed over and over and over again. It's the sight of all of it is Hashem. Alright, Bez Hashem, we're gonna continue with this on page man.